0: Welcome to the 23rd episode of The Brief. I'm your guest host, Hilmarie Hutchison, MEPRA Strategy Board Member and CEO at Matrix Public Relations. Today, I will be speaking with two fellow MEPRA Board Members, Kate Mitten, Managing Director and Founder at Acorn Strategy, and Ananda Shakespeare, CEO and Founder at Shakespeare Communications. We will be discussing results from MEPRIS recent survey with small and medium independent agencies, which revealed some of the biggest challenges faced by these SMEs and consultants alike. Plus, what we can do as an industry to better support this sector. A very warm welcome, Kate and Ananda. It's, Thanks, so Hilmarie. It's great to have you both here. Let's dive right in. The MEPRA survey revealed The top four challenges faced by SMEs in our industry were managing overdue receivables, cash flow, accessing market reports, and managing the RFP process. Does this surprise you, and do you experience similar challenges? Shall we start with you, Kate?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, I think um, a lot of the the things that have come out of the survey are symptomatic of running um, a small business. I think sometimes... um, you know symptomatic of, of independent agencies as well certainly receivables cash flow um and, and these types of things are, are quite common when you're and quite common pain points let alone um, common in the region um, for growing a business so um, you certainly i mean i think um through the growth of acorn strategy we've seen we've seen these problems we've also um i guess they you know they take different shapes and forms at different times of growth as well but certainly felt outside how about you and have you got similar um, similar issues
2: yes I, I I do echo what you say Kate um, you know non-payment is a, is a problem for most consultancies not just um, PR agencies and it's something that's um, a worldwide issue as well um, and the same with uh, cash flow um, and access to things like market reports um, are certainly more difficult when you're a small boutique agency or or an independent. Um, Personally, Shakespeare communications doesn't work with um, a lot of government agencies at the moment, so we rarely submit um, sort of big RFPs as it were.
0: Yeah, I've also spoken to other agencies who echo the same pain points. So the survey also found that 60% of respondents said that clients don't pay according to contract agreements. Do you think this is an industry-wide issue? And how do you think we can help resolve this? Um, Let's kick off with you, Ananda.
2: It is an industry-wide issue, yes. Um, I mean, I'm I'm very fortunate with the clients I have. Um, I I am quite discerning about the clients that I work with. Um, And, you know, if uh, most of my clients pay on time, occasionally early, or a couple of days late. So it's not. I don't really have many um, cash flow issues in that way. Um, there is an amical disputes court in Wafi in Dubai. So if anything gets too out of hand, um, there is um, an option there for small businesses or independent consultants if they have a license in Dubai or if their client has a license in Dubai. Um, and that's an option to perhaps use before going down the legal route, because that's often just
0: too costly for independents and small businesses. Absolutely, that's an excellent tip. Thank you for that. And how about you, Kate? Yeah, I think um, I think actually. Um,
1: forums like this with the small medium independents and consultants with MEPRA makes a huge difference to how we share information and also you know what the norms are within the industry. I think first understanding what they are and how other people deal with them goes a very long way. So um, you know the the sharing of information and um, and making sure that we um, you know we we all understand what levers other people are using to be able to make sure that contract terms are adhered to. I think a lot of the times where contract terms aren't aren't um, honoured, it's usually from experience, it seems to be around misunderstanding of what the implications are to either the agency or the client um, if they aren't honoured. So I think um, you know, sharing that information or having open and honest conversations with the client um, can go a long way to changing that. Um, and then um, I think also you know part of our job at MEPRA is to raise some of these concerns to um, higher bodies that can actually make a difference or you know make a difference whether that's around awareness campaigns or um, making sure the terms are enforced within their own controls and and things like that I mean you know whether or not we we have conversations with government entities around um, whether VAT should be payable on um, on cash rather than invoice so that there's a real awareness of um, how, how things are being paid within terms of, of contracts or invoicing rather than just when they're, they're invoiced outright. So I think there's, um, there's work that can be done within MEPRA, I think within the industry, just sharing the information and, and normalizing it goes a long way. Yeah,
0: true. So almost 90% of the respondents said that they are challenged on price, either at pitch stage or by clients and it's untenable. Do you experience this and How do you usually respond to clients when faced with this? Maybe start with Kate this time.
1: Yeah, sure. I think um, I think everyone. I think this is um, one of those things that's possibly not just within our industry, but across the board. I think we it's still within our control to some extent within our industry because we, you know, we've got some strong people who stand up and really demonstrate that there is a difference in quality for a difference in price, um, which is really great. You know, we've we see other industries where um, services are really commoditized, and if we, as an industry, stand up to these things and make it clear that you you, pay a price for getting more experience and, and a much higher quality. Um, that's really where it comes in. I think, um, you know, we, we certainly see this, um, at pitch stage. We, um, obviously it depends on what's on the books at the time and, um, and how, um, how we, we manage, you know, the, the revenue at any given point, but for the most part, we definitely stand our ground and make sure we're clear that, um, that we won't reduce rates and, um, it doesn't, you know, that might mean that we lose a project in the short term, but more often than not, we we also see that we're winning projects in the long run as a result. And, um, working on projects that we enjoy with clients who really respect and appreciate the work that we deliver as well. We had a situation recently where we were declined because of price, sorry, not recently, it was a year ago now, we bid on a piece of work, we were declined for a piece of work, for that work. Um, It went to a large network agency who undercut us by, I think, 25%. Um, we, We were happy to let it go because we felt that we couldn't deliver quality for that rate. The client subsequently came back to us and said, actually, we're not happy with the quality that we were being delivered at that rate would you um would you take us on and um and we're happy to increase the previous rate that you'd bid at as well so i think holding it really um you know if you're in a position to do so it really makes a big difference um in in the long term to the respect and reputation that you have with clients
0: absolutely agree with that i know with us as well we've walked away as well from from projects um and even brands we would have loved to have worked with, simply because they, 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 they were really negotiating hard on on trying to get the the fees down, um, and agreed with you that we need to to stand our ground when it comes to that. How about you, Ananda?
2: Yeah, at Shakespeare Communications, we probably experience this with ninety-nine percent of the um, prospective clients we get. Um, everybody wants a bargain; everyone wants to negotiate. So it's it's up to us to communicate our value, um, and definitely to be strong strong enough to stand our ground as well, um, and walk away when it's just not worth our while. When it's going to be the fee is going to be too small for the scope of work. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we've all got third party costs to cover um, and and standards to maintain. Um, so we do walk away from, from clients sometimes. But uh, having said that, if, if a client is um, strategic to our portfolio, then we might negotiate, you know. <laughs> so it really depends who, who the client is.
0: Excellent. Um, Kate, what challenges are faced by SMEs and consultants in our industry that are different to larger agencies and networks.
1: Yeah, I think um, this is a really good question. Actually, I think um, largely it comes down to the infrastructure. So when you're when you're a smaller agency, um, having access to um, you know the CFO or the um, the, the um, training and reporting and um, you know the the things that you um, you get from economies of scale, um, SMEs or smaller independents just don't get that. So I think that's where you know the, the work that Mepra is doing to help support this industry. Is really vital. I think if we look at it on the other side as well, about what independence bring to the table, it's around building unique cultures and local talent, and really, um, you know, contributing to the economy as well. So when we um, when we look at supporting the the small and medium independent agencies, we're really helping to contribute to all of those things and make sure that it's you know more of an even playing field, um, or you know that everyone is getting the support that they need. Um, so. I think you know the the work that is being done by MEPRA around um around having um you know giving support around legal um the the workshops that we'll do around culture and then also building and exiting an agency I think these things are really helpful to um to provide focus and support in ways that um that independents or smaller agencies just wouldn't have otherwise
0: I absolutely agree the support from MEPRA With these things is absolutely valuable because we can pull our resources which is fantastic. Now Ananda, as a consultant, what barriers or challenges do you face that larger agencies and teams may not?
2: I think as as an independent consultant, um, the uh, clients quite often uh, um, expect you to be available 24-7. Um, it's much harder to take holidays. My my holidays tend to be public holidays. So I'm very much looking forward to Eid. Um, and we don't have, you know, the support staff that a larger agency would. Um, we are, of course, running our own businesses. We're entrepreneurs. So we're running a business, providing, you know, top notch consultancy. Um, I do think there's things we can do though, such as uh, teaming up with other independent consultants and PR agencies for you know, big pitches and, and, and things like that. Um, so those are some of my thoughts.
0: Lovely, thank you. So let's look at the flip side of that. What do you think we do better as SMEs and consultants? Um, Ananda, should we start with you on that?
2: Yeah, sure. I, th- I think independent consultants and boutique agencies um, definitely provide provide more bang for your buck um people um like me you know we have 30 years experience in in media so you you know a client isn't necessarily dealing with a, a junior person um in a larger agency and i also sometimes think that we get we we get our clients better results and that's what i'm told by my clients um you know when you've got somebody with 25 years experience working on your account, then you're, you know, you've got someone who's experienced at pitching um, and, and and securing excellent coverage for that brand.
0: Excellent. And how about you,
2: Kate?
1: Yeah, I have to agree. I think it, it comes down to experience. And I think um, where, where, um, SMEs or where you have startups in any industry, it's usually because there's a gap in the market. So the small and medium independents that come into the market, it's usually because there is a gap that has been left um, that, you know, they see an opportunity there to fill things in a way that are not currently being served. So I think it it really comes down to you know building unique cultures, um, building local talent, um, and and just having a different approach to things. You know if you if you're with a network agency, there's a way of doing things and a style. Um, if you're an independent agency, you can create those things that you yourself and really adapt them to the local markets and the requirements of the geography that you're in. So I think that really makes a big difference. You're really, um, creating a bespoke service for local, um, you know, for the local needs. So I think that's a huge benefit. Um, I definitely don't, you know, I, I don't subscribe to the view that independents or SMEs offer anything less. It's, it's really just um, offering, offering things in a different way. Um, certainly, you know, through the years of collaboration with other agencies, um, where we're able to deliver things um, in, in a way that really
0: does compete with the, the international network agencies as well. True. So how can we all better support one another in overcoming the challenges Oh, that's a good question as well. I think um, supporting each other
1: means coming together as an industry and and sharing information, sharing, being open and honest about what those challenges are. I think um, as an industry, sometimes we tend to PR our own business better than than most other industries. So maybe some of that transparency is lacking occasionally, but coming together and really being honest and open about what the problems are um, and, and what we're doing individually to do that means that collectively we're getting you know we're we're getting to a, a better better result at the end of the day um i think um i think collaborating on projects um to you know to to put together Um, again, bespoke teams that really, you know, when when people are really excellent at their area of business, um, when they come together, when independent agencies come together to solve a a problem, a client problem together, um, you know, those unique teams can't be replicated by anyone else. And I think taking that forward and really um, really, um, offering competition in the market in that way is quite important as well. Amanda, did you have... Do you um, think that, uh, are there any other kind of challenges or um, anything else that you would say on that point?
2: Well, again, I'd, I'd agree with you, Kate. I think transparency is key. And, and so is forging, um, you know, good um, relationships with, and networking through um, associations like MIPRA. So, you know, with trust and building those um, industry relationships with peers, you can really start to have some honest conversations. And I think it's really helpful for us all.
0: Absolutely. So let's talk about some of the support activities planned for the rest of the year developed by our small and medium independence and consultant working group, together with Brazen's Louise Jacobson, Performance Communications, Peter Ganey, Tails and Heads Margaret Flanagan and Sticky Ginger's Kira Perdue. Kate, could you run us through some of those?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm a massive fan of the MEPRA um, small, and medium, independent consulting working group. And I think there's some really uh, great projects that are being thrown out there to help support and make us all a lot stronger together. So we're going to run bi-monthly workshops on cash money management, legal support, building company culture, and how to prepare for growth. We've, we're also setting up a resource center for small and medium independents and consultants, which includes a list of recommended support Suppliers, tips and guides um, tailored for SMEs. So, you know, tips on how to make sure that you're getting paid within the contract terms, what other mechanisms and levers other people are using as well. So, I think that will go a long way to help um, bust open some of those issues that we all face. We've also got the quarterly digital drop ins and networking events to discuss challenges and opportunities. And that kind of points back to the being transparent and open and sharing the challenges so that we can create better opportunities. We'll have industry partner discounts negotiated by MEPRA on behalf of small and independent consultants. So for example, if you're looking for um, market reports, if you're looking for media monitoring, or perhaps it's something like legal services or IT support, uh, MEPRA will be helping to support on these items we'll uh, be looking at an industry rate card guide to assist with pricing and budget development. So no, no more of um, these conversations about being too expensive or too um, you know, overpriced. Um, there'll be a lot more transparency in the market about what to expect and have a reference point for that. We're going to um, be moving forward with some lobbying efforts to assist with detailed payments for SMEs. And that's really around escalating the issues um, that we face so that um, so that the so people within government levels or within um, positions that can help to change some of these situations are aware of the problems, um, just shedding some light on it there. And then special payment terms for small and medium independent and consultants on the MEPRA membership and events as well. Well, so that they're supportive of, you know, the, the cash flow and um, and ongoing day to day management for
0: SMEs. Certainly, a lot to look forward to, and I'm absolutely thrilled to be part of this working group. And also, thank you for your leadership on that, Kate. Oh, thank you so much. So that's all for today. Thank you, Kate and Ananda, for joining us today. It was certainly an interesting and insightful discussion. Thank you. wonderful. And, thanks so much, Maria and Ananda. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. If you are not a MEPRA member yet and you would like to access the support for small and medium independents and consultants we outlined today, plus MEPRA's free training, mentoring, industry events, thought leadership and much more, then contact the team at community at MEPRA.org or head to the website MEPRA.org.